let's begin. So the first thing we have is Bud Light. Many of you heard of it, and what happened with it is Bud Light was not performing well. Over the last couple of years, their sales have been dropping. Me, personally, being a beer drinker, I think their beer is not that great. It's actually undrinkable to me, but anyway, so, but people drink it, people like it. God bless you if you do, but, uh, you know, overall, Anheuser-Busch, and especially Bud Light, which is the number one beer in the United States, has seen slowing down of their sales over the last years. Now, what happens is, and we all know that now, this year, uh, if you don't know it, you've probably been living under a rock, so... Uh, they brought a new marketing team, new marketing person, and that marketing person got the bright idea to go for the younger crowd. So let's go LGBTQ. Oh, well, you know, uh, we have this actor and, you know, he's he's a woman for a year now. Let's celebrate it. Let's do this thing. Okay, great. So let's support some social issue. And it's going to attract interest in the younger crowds. Well, right after Bud Light did this, there was a backlash from the conservatives, of course, saying, oh, you know, there's no LGBTQ, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so now, that there was a protest on that side, and, you know, people smashed, and they actually gave a brand new, it was, it's the ultra-right beer, sort of like a play on words of ultra-light beer, but it's ultra-right, and this guy has utilized this to make a million-dollar worth of sales of ultra-right beer, even before he brewed the beer, he first made the sales and then had to go and uh, look for a brewer that would do that, for, that would actually make the beer for him. But the sales were there because people are protesting, hitting, smashing cans of Bud Light, and blah, blah, it became viral. So not exactly what Bud Light was looking for. But not only that, their sales have dropped year to year, as you can see, 23.4%. In the same week of the week of April 29th, they had a sales of $93.4 million. Just in that one week, just Bud Light. But this year, it was 71.6. So, instead of, you know, the <laughs> kind of the curve was going down, and now they, they became politically active and socially active and tried to stand up for some values and... And gave birth to a new beer. Oh, so, if you want to give your competition, you know, increase your competition or expand it, support something like this. It's really good. For the competition, not for you. And the funny thing, or not so funny thing, but funny thing to us, not funny to Bud Light, now they're seeing that drop is not over yet. I mean, they've dropped 23.4% year to year in that week, but now that protest is uh, spreading into other brands, into other brands of Anheuser-Busch. And not only that, of course, Coors and Miller are celebrating, and especially Yingling, because Yingling became the uh, beer that I like more anyway. Uh, it became the beer of uh, the, you know, conservatives. I mean, Staten Island right now, there is, uh, you know, everybody used to drink Bud Light. Now they don't drink Yingling. So yay for Yingling. But if you try to use these things, if you try to use some, some of these divisive social issues or polit political, take strong political stands, just think of Bud Light. <laughs> and I mean, if you want to lose some business, that's the way to go. Next one, next example. My pillow, Mike Lindell, the ultra MAGA conservative guy that tried to save America, you know, and his 
Yeah, everybody knows my pillow. I mean, there was commercials all over the place. In 2017, you couldn't turn on a TV without seeing Mike Lindell and his sales and company value was about $500 million. Well, you know, the long, to make a long story short, here come the, 20, uh, the 2020 elections, you know, and there was some things, some debates, some issues, whatever it is, and he took a strong stand. Well, he took a strong stand, make a, made a political stand, used all his money. Now in 2023, Mike Lindell's value went from $500 million to $20 million. He had to sell some properties. He had to sell some, uh, he had to sell an airplane, borrowed even money to keep the company cash flow going. You know, the only place now he advertises is on, uh, is on Newsmax because uh, it's pretty much the only company that, that will that are pretty much the only platform that will allow him to make, uh, to put advertisements there. The big thing also is uh, uh, in 2022, I believe in June it was, Walmart dropped him as a platform. So, you know, I mean, he may be fighting in his mind for the right thing, but he's not doing the best thing for his business. So, you know, stay out of politics. Stay out of politics. Even personal case, just recently, a partner of mine in Czech Republic, he has, uh, he was approached by a, again, one of the top parties uh, there uh, associated, you know, with a big name that's very polarizing. And is a part of the country that really is, you know, like, let's say 30% popularity in the country, but that means 70% is unpopular. So when they called him up, when they call up my partner, they says, you know, this is going to be a project for this guy. So we understand he's polarizing. And if you're going to have any issues with, uh, you know, w- with this particular working for this particular name or this particular politician, he's like, you know, we understand if you're going to refuse us. And my partner's like, why would I refuse you? I mean, it's business and you come to me and I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll work on a project together. I mean, you pay me for what I, you know. Why would I bring the politics into it? I mean, you know, a paying customer is a paying customer. So, uh, you know, that's the whole thing is just stay apolitical. I've been saying that even on YouTube shorts and just, I mean, why would I, you know, say, oh, well, this guy is this. I mean, making the other party or the other, the opposing view uh, evil and less than human or something. It's just, just Christ, crazy. That's been around here for you know, some while back, and it didn't work out so well when you try to dehumanize your opposition. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, you work with everybody, you talk to everybody, and you serve everybody. When you, especially when you're in a company, when you're running a company, offering a product or service, you stay focused on the product or service. Don't play politics, don't play opinions, you know. I mean, just think of Bud Light and Mike Lindell for the, for the two prime examples. And the next beautiful example where... Uh, people go crazy on both sides and they both lose money. Coming back to Bud Light is actually now, not only the conservatives hate them, but because they couldn't navigate through the political uh, issues and questions properly, the LGBTQ bars are now barring uh, Bud Light from their thing. So they alienated everybody. And this ties into the Kanye West story. I mean, the yay, the Yeezy, the Yeezy... um, uh, shoes collection. I mean, Kanye West made some claims. I'm not getting into the details, and it's not about an opinion, right, wrong. He has the right to do it. He does have the right to do it. It's a freedom of speech. However, again, 
<laughs> once you get rich, I guess you go a little nuts and you try to use that platform a lot uh, to, to get your personal feelings across, but nobody cares. And in case of Kanye West, he was worth 20, he was worth 2 billion in 2022. Now he's worth 0.4 billion or 400 million because he had to open his mouth and he had to fight for social issues and he had to say some opinions about some things and nobody cares. Nobody cares, you know, and that's how it went. I mean, 2022 to 2023, ba-boom, it's uh, <laughs> down to nothing. And in this, this one is, uh, this is a specifically great example because uh, on the other side stands Adidas. Adidas says, no, we're not going to be standing up for what you said because you were so wrong and you know, instead of them sort of like trying to play down, navigate away from it, say, listen, this is his personal opinion, think his ideas and his creativity is awesome, which they are still saying to this day, but they did not make that claim publicly, try to disassociate from him, completely split up, oh, I'm going to punish you, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to sell your shoes. Okay, great. Adidas easy. Adidas now is sitting on $1.3 million worth of inventory. And that is unsellable. Why? Because it branded, it belongs, it's a collaborative project between Adidas and Easy. Yay, Kanye West, whatever you want to call them. But if they destroy this merchandise, which in production value is not that much, but they were expecting to get the sales out of it. So they're going to have to, if they destroy it, it's just, the balance sheet takes a massive hit because it was an investment. It was supposed to make money. Now they're out of $1.3 billion. Why are they out of $1.3 billion? Well, because Kanye West had to go off his rocker and start talking stuff that, as a musician, he should not be getting involved in. And the company uh, took a stand against it very strong. So both parties are hurt. So, again, staying out of politics is a good idea because now Kanye's out 1.5 billion and adidas is down 1.3 billion nobody wins nobody wins this the company can now sell the stock which would hurt either the reputation plus they would owe money to easy or yay because it royalties they could donate the, the shoes however as one of the spokespeople from the company said it's it's those are not regular shoes it's not like you know worker shoes the value there is not in the material because the material you know is pretty cheap to buy but but it's the brand and that's that's why you don't want to just be giving these away because the, you're not giving away 1.3 billion you would be donating whatever they cost to manufacture so again the balance sheet takes a hit then they received over 500 offers to third parties would be willing to sell them but again that's that that brings the implications of yeah well it's still branded easy it's still branded you know adidas and the reputation here is a big issue, and the, the destruction, uh, just to destroy them would be bad for the environment. So, so they're both now in a position, because they each had to take a very strong political stand, they're both in a position where they're just losing money. Nobody, nobody wins. Not the customer, not Yeezy, and not Adidas. Simple as that. Focus on product. And yet, Adidas to this day is praising the products as a great product and Yeezy's like a creative genius so they love his stuff they're just not gonna buy it because they're in a dispute 
And another fine example of all this is Subway. Subway in 2019, ever since the unfortunate, uh, you know, spokesperson child pornography uh, uh, incident years back, and that started the whole thing. And the, the, the company's been dropping stores. The, yeah, Subway, I think they don't own anything or they don't own majority. It's all franchises and franchisees, of course. So, but they're losing 999 stores in 2019. They lost 1,609 during the pandemic in 2020. And then they had the bright idea to rescue their company sales by taking on a great spokesperson, a, an activist, a pride, whatever. It's just person that has a great opinion and, you know, and is kneeling to the anthem and stuff like that. So they hired her. Yeah, well, you know, they lost more stores in 2019. And they get a very negative backlash from many of the franchisees. Not even just the customers, just the franchisees were saying, listen, we don't want our stores to be associated with this because we live in America and we, we have to serve sandwiches to both sides of the political aisle and activism and stuff. So... It, with a person that's as divisive as Megan Rapinoe, it's just, it's not good for us. So not only did they keep losing stores, but they also had a bunch of issues to deal with. Extra headaches, administration, negotiations, talk down. And then they got rid of her finally. And, you know, now, they, now they have, they're running this campaign, you know, with uh, the Subway series, the you know, the, the baseball players and stuff. And... You know, that's what they should be doing. They also had to refocus because there was a competition from other brands like Jersey Mike and the Firehouse Subs and stuff. And these companies started making sandwiches better, more expensive, but better. But people always will go for the quality than the, than, uh, than the, than, than, uh, and quality at higher price than just cheap stuff. And so Subway had to readjust. So Subway had to readjust their their structure, the way they serve the sandwiches. They started slicing them in the stores and stuff like that. And that's what they should be focusing on. And that's what's going to rescue them. Not some spokesperson for the Democrats or Republicans or the Catholics or the Protestants or, or LGBTQ or conservatives and liberals and whatever. I mean, it's about the sandwich. Serve a sandwich. Get a good cold cut. Get a good bread, get it fresh, get it out right away, make people happy, smile, thank you, and that's it. Leave the stuff out. And the simple stuff, the simple thing, I mean, it shows in this in this graph at the end. And it's, you know, you look at, you know, you got some people on both sides of the aisle and, you know, you want to cater to the white, you want to cater to the blue, the red. Which one do you want to cater to? Who's your customer base? Or do you just, would you just rather serve everybody as a company? I mean, you know, look at this, you know, graph. I mean, just just think about it. Just let focus in on it and say, listen, what percentage do I want to attract? Sure, there's going to be niche markets and niche services that are only going to be for, let's say, the senior citizens. There's always going to be for just the kids. There's always going to be certain, you know. So in those cases, you do want to focus more on what's most popular in those niche areas. And so it's... NGOs, etc. So yeah, for that, you work with them. But overall, if you're selling sandwiches, which is basically what five, six, four to ninety-nine, 
150-year-old, <laughs> you don't pick a side of society that you want to cater to because then there's a whole bunch of stuff you're going to lose. So that's just, you know, that's the whole thing with sports. I mean, just even look at the NFL. I mean, they're still having... Uh, they still haven't gotten fully over their whole agenda that they were running, and they're still trying to push these things, but people are not buying it. And the only thing, what's going on is they're dropping their sales. They're not really doing any, like, much good. They're just dropping the sales. And, you know, that's just that's just the whole thing. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty simple subject. I mean, it's a, with hockey, it was a, recently, there was another example where the uh, hockey players were some, in some teams did not just want to, you know, uh, on Pride Night didn't want to didn't want to wear Pride jerseys. But why should they? I mean, why should everybody have have to follow the one thing that whatever small percentage of people want to do? I mean, you can't afford it. Where does the freedom of speech start? Or where does it begin? And as a company, is it your or my place or position to decide what's good and what's bad? What's, you know, what we should be preaching or again, hockey should be on hockey. I buy a hockey ticket to a game that I want to watch the game. I don't care about their social justice. I don't care about their politics. I go to the game because I want to watch. Yeah, hockey. What a surprise. And in some of these things, the last thing you're going to see is get to is hockey. And to me, I think entire Bud Light thing is uh, it's just because the beer is subpar quality so we can have this discussion if it was an awesome the best beer in the world we probably would not be having these discussions and uh i mean even uh the i said this and then three days later i'm listening to rogan saying an example um talking to my son about that and then three days later rogan says you know if there was cheesecake and somebody was eating cheesecake of that of that belief or conviction or sexual preference and and we don't like this guy, and we don't want him promoting it. Well, would everybody stop eating cheesecake? I guess not. So, anyway, uh, that's the point, and those are some of the numbers that I've seen and uh, we've gotten to. And uh, I mean, if you have any other examples where, you know, it, uh, just leave them in the comments. Let me know. I'll be glad to look at them and analyze them and see see where to go with it. But the one, uh, one common denominator for all these uh, for all for all of these examples that I gave is basically falling sales and trying to attract new customers best customers but to go to divisive subjects and politics is never a good idea so stay away focus on your business build your business and focus on your product it's always all your marketing should be about quality of product and service to the customer customer cares about the benefit what they're going to get they don't care about you or your product per se. They care about the benefit of what they can get from your product. So by having all these activists trying to turn your product into a social issue, don't do that. Don't let them do it. Anyway, good to see you. I'll see you again on a more digital marketing, productivity subject next week. So thank you for your attention and bye.